Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Wednesday and this is the seventh week of the Easter season. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ is risen indeed. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, the heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Hebrews chapter 9, beginning this morning at verse 23. Thus it was necessary for the sketches of the heavenly things to be purified with these rites, for the heavenly things themselves need better sacrifices than these. For Christ did not enter a sanctuary made by human hands, a mere copy of the true one, but he entered into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf. Nor was it to offer himself again and again as the high priest enters the holy place year after year with blood that is not his own, for then he would have to suffer again and again since the foundation of the world. But as it is, he has appeared once for all at the end of the ages." remove sin by the sacrifice of himself. And just as it is appointed for mortals to die once, and after that the judgment, so Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. At the end of our reading yesterday, we heard the author say this, Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. The author is teaching us that by his death, Jesus forgives sins and establishes a new covenant between God and human beings in his blood. That is, Jesus' sacrificial death. The main thrust of today's reading continues with the teaching of how Christ's sacrifice surpasses and fulfills the sacrifices offered by the priests under the law. And so it might be a good time then to consider what sacrifice is and what it does in the first place, or or maybe we should just start with what sacrifice is not. Sacrifice in the Bible is not about mollifying an angry deity by redirecting divine anger toward an animal instead of people, and thereby gaining divine favor and blessing. 
it is much more complicated than that. And that way actually describes a much more pagan way of sacrificing than what we find in the Bible. The blood of the sacrifice has much more to do with purifying place and people so that they can be in a close relationship with God. Our sins are covered, are washed away, are forgiven, and our life in God, with God, is restored. The author of Hebrews is teaching us the way that Jesus dealt with our sins so that we can enjoy life with God forever. Not about how God's anger demands blood, and Jesus' blood was the best. It's God's way of dealing with the power of sin and death so that we can find life in fellowship and relationship with God, the only source of life. At the end of this passage, the author then sets our hope on Christ's return. When Christ comes again, it is not to deal with sin and death, since our sins are forgiven by Christ's death and resurrection. But when Jesus comes again, comes again to give us life, to save us by welcoming us fully into the kingdom of God bringing us with Christ under the blood of this new covenant forever in God's presence. That's what Jesus has already accomplished. And so the author uses these words eagerly awaiting him. And I think this means not that Jesus has gone away to some spot and we can't wait for him to return as much as it means that we cannot wait. We pray for each and every day, the day when all that Jesus has accomplished finally works itself out in all of creation, when God's love and word are written on every human heart, we believe and confess that in Christ Jesus all of our sins are forgiven. We believe and we confess that God raised Jesus from the dead and has exalted Jesus to reign over creation, And we believe and confess that from that throne, Jesus comes to judge the living and the dead with righteousness and with justice, giving life, life that he has won for us. It's kind of hard to imagine what all of that looks like here on the ground, doesn't it? And that's what makes faith faith and hope hope, and also makes faith and hope something that is temporary. But I wonder... I wonder, I wonder, what it is like to live in a universe where all that we pray for in the Lord's Prayer has come about just as God promised. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised to bold to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into a way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationships with others. Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's. For those who govern the nations of the world, the people and countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, and for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray today? Almighty and everlasting God, who brought us in safety to this new day, preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good, render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.